If we're smarter about it, it makes everyone's life easier and that customer's happy, which is the most important thing. Welcome to the Different Ability Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Fortune, the girl that says, it's not my disability, it's my different ability. We are going to dig deep every week discussing the challenges, the struggles, the successes and wins with being different. We will bring you inspiring and motivating stories and messages of people with different abilities that are living their best lives the way they were created. Are you ready? I know I am. Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome to the Different Ability Podcast. I am your host and friend, Katie Fortune. Thank you for being here today. All right, so this episode is one of two parts. This is part one. And it has been inspired by a student of mine that recently came and job shadowed me for a few hours in my day job. For context, I actually have a day job. Well, multiple, it seems like now. No, I don't just do the podcast, okay? I actually am an account executive for a commercial furniture dealer here in Wisconsin. And I love this job. And I'm super honored that the student wanted to come and shadow me for the day. And I'm not going to lie, I was a little worried, like, maybe I don't have a lot of stuff to show her. It's just after the first of the year. I don't know what I'm going to do. So I actually met her at one of my customers and we were finishing up an install. And lo and behold, there was a lot of things that needed to be addressed in this install. So it was actually a really good opportunity for her to see really what I do in difficult situations. So we were there for like an hour-ish and then I went over with her to a coffee shop, restaurant, and we had lunch and she had a bunch of questions for me, which I thought was really great. And these questions were so good, I asked her to send them to me and I am going to be answering a few of these questions on this episode and then I'll answer the other ones on the next episode. So part two. So here we go. Just want to say thank you to Erica for such great questions. Really grateful for her. And she's honestly, I'm just gonna pull a plug, an amazing student. And seriously, these questions kind of blew me away. So it made me think it really made me think. So thank you, Erica. I am so glad we could spend a few hours together and you can kind of see a little bit into the life of an account executive in commercial furniture world. All right, so the first question she had for me was, what do you find most challenging about combining the wants and needs of the customer with the functionality and artistry of design? Now, here's the deal. This is a really good question, and my answer might seem really simple, but it's one of the biggest challenges being a designer and also being an account executive. So I have a design background. I actually teach some interior design classes right now, as of now. And I have years of experience being an interior designer. But then me switching into a role of account executive, sales, helping customers out, all of that, my number one challenge, number one challenge is the budget. Why that's important is because I have seen in the industry that many designers really don't take into consideration true customer budgets and what things actually cost. 
And that's something that I'm hoping to kind of change a little (laughs) while I'm educating and teaching students for the time being. But the budget is the most important thing. I know we need it to be functional. We need it to be beautiful and it needs to work. It has to have all the codes. Everything that goes into design is so important. I am not taking away from that. But when I work in the furniture industry and we are usually the last to be thought about and I sit down with a client and I find out what their budget is because everything else has been over, which is totally really normal in the construction world and when you're building something. So I'm not saying that, but furniture is usually thought last and there's usually not a lot of money for furniture. But then a designer goes and specifies a beautiful chair, right? Super beautiful from Spain. The chair's $3,000 and the shipping is 2000 Does that make a lot of sense? Again, I don't need to go on a rant about this, but thinking about budgets, being thoughtful of how we are choosing different things, all of the different lists of things that these customers are wanting and needing and the functions, and of course the price is really important. And it's really important to me in my industry because I'm the one having to show them the price of all of this furniture. And a little uh, side note for you, when you're in the furniture industry and you're working with many different manufacturers, like onesie, twosies, random manufacturers all over, you're not going to get the best discount. I'm going to tell you that right now. But when you think about the project, be really smart and thoughtful of what we're choosing, how we can bundle different things, how can we achieve this, but keep this within this same manufacturer maybe, or a partner manufacturer, you can get some really great discounts, more than our normal standard sometimes, depending on size of project. And not to mention, all of it's shipping from many different places. Where is it going to the warehouse? Are we having to set up people to wait for the truck to deliver direct? There's so many different pieces, a lot more by the way, that go into a furniture project, but the budget is what the customer remembers. And then, On top of it, let's say we sell a project and we're all done and it's all good and the customer's left with all the furniture and they're happy. Something goes wrong. Now that customer has to go figure out what manufacturer, what dealer, who do I call, how do I get a warranty, X, Y, Z, for the rest of the time they have this furniture. If we're smarter about it, it makes everyone's life easier and that customer's happy, which is the most important thing. Making sure that customer is happy with what we have done and provided. So budget for sure is my number one challenge of how do we get all of that other stuff, which you said, again, the question was, what do you find most challenging about combining the wants and needs of the customer with the functionality and the artistry of design? Budget. That's the answer. That was a long-winded answer before. This is the answer. Budgets. How do we get everything they want within their small budget? And it's just how it's going to be. But as students, if you're listening to this, start thinking about budgets. If you have a project and your professor gave you and there was no budget, give yourself an imaginary budget and start practicing this stuff. Because when you hit the real world and you're slapped in the face with a budget and then you feel like your hands are tied and you can't do anything cool because the budget's so low, which happens, that's frustrating. But guess what? If you're practicing that now, you're going to be really resourceful 
on how you can do some really incredible designs for little cost. So I hope that helped. It was a great question. But in my world, in furniture world, budget is number one, one of the biggest challenges, honestly. Okay, here's just a little break. I promise it's a small one. Have you checked out my online shop yet? www.shopkatiefortune.com. If you have not, you should because I am adding more and more all the time and even more here soon. Everyone loves those different ability t-shirts I have. Don't you worry, they're coming back. And we have so many more things coming your way. Another thing I wanna say, if you don't wanna miss out at anything that is coming your way, whether it's with my online shop or a course that I'm working on that's coming your way soon, or maybe I'm speaking at a really cool event that you wanna know more about or want me to speak at, head over to my website and join my email list. On my email list, I am sending out you know, a few emails a week or maybe even one email a week specifically with behind the scenes and extra new things that are happening. I'm not posting that stuff on social media all the time. So if you want the behind the scenes, what's going on, and I ask a lot of advice, like I need your help over there too, get over to katiefortune.com and sign up for my free email list. I promise you I won't spam you. All right, then we can all hang out over there. It'd be cool. All right, now back to the show. All right, and the next question she had, and this is going to be the final one for this episode because I'm getting long-winded. Her question was, what are some things you learned about how to work best with and alongside other tradespeople to make the job flow smoothly? Again, Erica, these questions are incredible. I am so glad you are thinking of all the different things that have to do with our job as designers. This is a great, great question. And funny enough, she actually got to like witness me doing some of these things alongside other tradespeople when she was job shadowing me. So it was pretty cool. I actually really enjoyed it. I'm going to answer the question here. What are some things you've learned about how to work best with and alongside other tradespeople to make the jobs flow smoothly? I learned something from my dad, giving him a little credit here. It's hard for me to do. I'm <laughs> just kidding. He taught me when I was in college, because if you do not know, I am a female, okay? In a male-dominated industry, construction. And my dad taught me to learn a little bit about everything. You do not need to know everything, but if you know a little bit about every industry, you'll be able to talk a little bit of the lingo and you will be able to stand up for yourself a little bit more when you're on construction sites and people try to pull one over on you because it happens, happens often. But if you're there and you know a little bit about what you're talking about, that's gold. Because they're going to be like, oh, whoa, 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 she knows what she's talking about. I'm not going to pull one over on her. Because they're going to try. Not everyone, but some will. So that's one big thing I would do if I was in college, and I did do this in college, is learn about different parts of all industries. Just a little bit, like electrical, plumbing, construction, HVAC, all of those. Just a little bit. And then the other thing that I do is I honestly go out there and connect with them. I put myself out there, and I'm not afraid to put myself out there and say, hey, how can we do this better? I love doing this because, again, I'm in the furniture industry, so we're usually the last on site. 
when everything else should be done, which it never is, but when it should be done, I'm out there, we're out there installing furniture. There's usually some tradespeople still around. And sometimes I'll ask them, like, hey, Joe, what are your thoughts on this? How do you think we could do this differently next time to make your job a little easier? Or if some problem comes up, which happens again often, I don't go in there being like, it's your fault, it's this person. No, I go in and say, hey, Darren, how can we do this a little differently next time so we can make your guys' life a little bit easier, but also make our life easier on the end? I'd love to work with that with you. And then when we're on site talking about the plans before any furniture is ordered, I am getting all the contractors, different people, and I'm talking with them, being like, hey, we're doing this. Can you move this over a little bit? What are your thoughts? Oh, maybe we can move our desk then. You leave your electrical outlet. We're good. We can work around it. And me and my project manager, I should say, do this. But connecting everyone, not being afraid to be like, hey, this is what we have. What are your thoughts? And I love doing that. I love being like, hey, this is what we're thinking. What are your thoughts on that? I know you guys are building this. How's that going to work? Or if something does go wrong, say, hey, Darren, how could I do this better next time? What could I do differently? And then we can have a conversation about the situation that's being had right there. I even do this with my designers that we work with. And I'm like, if there's something that makes your life a little bit easier that I could easily do when I'm sending in a design request, can you please tell me so I can try to do that? Because if it makes your life a little bit easier so you can get the job done faster and more efficient, then I want to try to do that as best as I can. And that goes for the tradespeople too. So making those connections, building those relationships will help everyone. Because at the end of the day, we are all there to serve the customer. We are all there to serve the client. We want to make sure things go smoothly, not make anyone else's life harder. So why are we not working together? Working together is going to make everything in the job go a lot more smooth. And that's what we want. So why not try? I hope this episode helped you a little bit. Again, I have three more questions she asked and I'll have that on part two. Thank you so much for listening today and stay tuned for next week's episode. Be sure to subscribe because you don't want to miss anything else coming up. There's some more fun stuff coming down the pipeline for the Different Ability Podcast. And I cannot wait to share that with you. Have an amazing day. See you next time. Wow. Can you believe it? It's already done. Another episode is complete. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you want more, head on over to katiefortune.com forward slash podcast. There you will find a link to all of the different ability podcast episodes along with where you can join the exclusive Different Ability Podcast Facebook group. Lastly, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or family member. And I would love it if you left a five-star review. The more reviews and ratings we get, the more incredible stories we can share each week. And remember, it's not your disability. It's your different ability. Are you ready to share it with the world?